You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about breakups. This week, we read Four Keys to a Successful Breakup, published in Psychology Today 2021. And Heather, this is so applicable to being a counselor, being a supervisor, I think jobs that we hold as counselors Mm -hmm. and supervisors, and then just us as people. Right. So the first point in the article was know when to break up. Doesn't that sound like a country song? Yeah, it kind of does. I think that is so crucial, though, because... I think often we stay in positions in a workplace environment. Maybe we resist change. And so mm-hmm. we don't want to think about what it would be like to leave that supervisor or to. I think maybe not as a supervisee, but as a counselor, supervisor, or, or in a job or in a relationship. I think maybe this is me being a counselor, but you tell me, I think I want to be so hopeful that people can change. Right. That I hang on longer uh-huh. than I need to. Right. In all of those scenarios. Right. That a job that you keep imagining will get better. and Right. I can better. always tell myself, well, it's just bad right now because this is going on and it's going to be better in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I can always say that. Yeah. Have you had clients like that where you think, well, no, I'm going to hang on. I'm going to do. And then you realize it's not changing or getting better. It's maybe getting worse. Yes. I've had definite client situations like that where I'm like, I just really thought this was going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the counselor for you is what needs to follow that thought. Right. You know, yeah. I'm thinking of lots of eating disorder clients that begin to decline or were not in a very good place when I met them and then start to decline. I don't know if I could ever think of an example where it got better after it was really Really bad bad place right it's not without a change without something more involved it's just not going to magically get better Mm -hmm. and so i do think i have gotten better over time at just calling those Mm -hmm. and seeing it like okay Mm -hmm. we're not making any headway this is something Mm -hmm. i will make the change and Mm -hmm. so as a supervisor how do you know when it's time to break up i think if i have a supervisee that is not taking any of my insights or not willing to take action or to do it any other way than their own, you know, thought Mm -hmm. process. If Mm -hmm. they've already had some pickups with clients and they're not willing to change how they do it, then it's just time. It's like, this isn't a good fit. I think that's hard for me sometimes, or at least I argue with myself that what if we just have a difference of opinion? But again, what, and I've done this before where it's like, oh, well, they're doing everything CBT and Mm -hmm. I'm not. So this, you know, yeah. it's me, it's not them. But I even think in that scenario, as nice as I want to sound about it, truthfully, they should have a supervisor that does CBT. Okay. <laughs> I like that. You're right. Earlier today, I was thinking, I think my line in the sand or my guide is if they don't see supervision the same way that I see supervision. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've spent a ton of time thinking about supervision and they probably haven't. But right. If we value it for the same reasons, at least right on the surface. So like the rescheduling, I think that's a sign of 
not prioritizing right. supervision. Right. And I think it's important. So if they're, they don't think it is important or they're not valuing it for the same reasons, then it's not a fit. Right. Can you think of other breakups no, where you, you knew it was time? I have a couple of different ones. One of them was with a supervisee that I kind of knew from the get-go it wasn't going to be a great fit, but I, I let it go. I was like, I'm just going to, it's fine. It'll be okay. It'll be different. It'll be different. It'll be good for me as a supervisor to have a different, you know, a supervisee that's different. And then I realized that a lot of the things that she thought were counseling weren't counseling. Uh, and a lot of things weren't good. And as I would correct that, uh -huh. she became really defensive towards yeah. me. And really, I'm like, no, 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 we're just going to be done. I'll sign off on these less than 100 hours that I did think she had done that were counseling. Mm -hmm. But it just really, I mean, it kind of blew up. I kind of needed to follow my gut from the get-go. Mm -hmm. But it went on longer than necessary for sure. Yeah. Follow your gut. Mm -hmm. I think we convince ourselves out of that a lot of times. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we need to follow our gut. I'm thinking one time in college, I had I was dating someone just for a really short amount of time. And I was with friends and he called and I it didn't even, doesn't matter anymore what, I can't remember what he said on the phone, but right. I didn't like it. Right. I thought, I think I felt like it was not respectful in mm -hmm. some way. I can't remember exactly. And I said, oh, don't call me. Right. Never mind. And then, we're done. Uh, but the friends that I were with were friends in comp, mutual friends. Mm -hmm. his, and they were so surprised. And of course, he couldn't. I mean, he called back, mm -hmm. I don't know, five, 10 times right. more. Answer, answer, answer. And they were saying, why, why would you answer? It sounds like he's sorry. Mm -hmm. And I went, no, no, that's it. Right. We're all done. Like, that's all. And I felt really good about it. I went, no, I'm right here. That was over. You know, I left a job one time at a place because I was very uncomfortable with the leadership. Mm -hmm. And I had to talk myself into it for a long time, like talk to family about it, talk to friends about it, talk to old supervisors about like, mm -hmm. I, am I doing the right, I'm afraid to make the change really. And then I went in and they, I walked out with a job offer. So I went in to quit and I somehow oh. walked out with a different oh. job here this <laughs> job fits better and then I I kind of like probably left them with the feeling that I was going to take that other position uh -huh. and then I went to lunch and then I had this like aha moment of like no 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 I'm leaving I'm yeah. not going to work uh -huh. for this company yeah. because of these these things that are company-wide they're not just mm -hmm. my boss so I'm leaving right but it was the strangest moment for me because it was like no no, no, no wait stop you are le like that you're morality compass is saying leave and you need to leave <laughs> yeah sometimes we do it to ourselves but sometimes the situation gets so twisted around and turned right. around that you for a second second guess mm -hmm. or wonder is that what i really wanted right and then if we're if we listen to our gut right yeah it is what we really wanted right. and it's time to go yeah. the more money the new job didn't matter mm -hmm. okay i think we're stepping right into the next step which is follow through mm -hmm. so but both of our last examples are good examples of that, that yeah. we felt like I know what I want to do and the follow through is in question. Either we're questioning it or someone else is mm -hmm. questioning it. Mm -hmm. I one time had a surprisey hang on after we decided that I would be ending our relationship. They still hung in there for another month and had to continue getting supervision because <laughs> they didn't want to change. Like changing right. to a new supervisor was too hard. Right. But it, what they were going into a specialty that they should definitely have a supervisor for. I'm not going to do that. So 
they needed to find someone that was trained in that. And I didn't do that. So Mm -hmm. it was desired, but it was like, I finally had to say, okay, as of the 30th, we're no longer meeting. I'm signing your hours. We're done. Mm -hmm. I feel like I do that as the supervisor. I will say, I need you to work on this. I need you to work on this. I need you to work Mm -hmm. on this. And I might get a little bit of movement, but not really the change I'm looking for. And we just keep doing that dance with each other. I need you to do this. Could you do this? Could you work on this for me? Mm -hmm. And it would send a bigger, more important message to just say, okay, we tried. Right. We did it. Now we need to just follow through on saying we're going to move on to something different. Heather, what about our third point? Accept it. I think so far we've talked about breakups where we're the one initiating it. Right. But are there breakups that supervisors, counselors, or counselors in their jobs, they experience a breakup and they're not the one initiating it? I think so. I think that sometimes maybe job fit, right? They don't Mm -hmm. fit the job. They thought they were going to go in and get these things and then they're not doing what they thought they were going to do. It's not the right thing and they're released from that position. Mm -hmm. I can see that being a thing. Trying to think of times where I think um, it happens to counselors. I don't, I don't know if it's ever happened to me as a supervisor, but as a counselor, you just get ghosted. Oh, Somebody definitely. just quits showing up yep. or quits, quits calling mm-hmm. or just you just don't see them. I don't think maybe there was a point where I had a harder time with that. I think I can limit what I how I respond, but internally I might be still kind Don't of you. chewing on it, right? thinking about it. But I've definitely had supervisees that have a hard time just accepting it and not calling that person or not even trying to follow up. I try and give my supervisees the perspective that if your dentist would have quit calling you at this point, you need to quit calling your clients. Right. Like, right. How many phone calls would it take for you to think, that's weird. My dentist just called and asked how I was doing and when I'd come back. Mm -hmm. Like Like, at that point, (laughs) how long is too long? Yeah, then it's too much. So I think it happens as counselors. Have you, has it ever happened to you as a supervisor that somebody just ghosted or left or disappeared? I think, so. I think it happens in a counseling role as a counselor. I don't think I've had a supervisee just disappear. I'm going to say this. I don't know if it's still true in the state of Texas, but they used to require that you had a supervisor on paper before you could apply for your I think that's the license. Yeah. So you had to have someone on paper who you hadn't actually met with. And so I occasionally would have people call and say, I just, I probably would work with you as a supervisee, but I need someone's name on my piece of paper. Would you be willing to sign and mm-hmm. work together? And and then they'll get a different job or something right. else. Something will happen. Yeah. But some of those people I've never, I don't hear from. Right. That I I do go back and double check and see if they're listed under my name or not. But so it's a good double check. Yeah, you know, maybe they kind of as we both anticipated, they might get a job where they get supervision as part right. of their job, and so they move on. And then I'm I don't hear from them. I think there's a piece of me that, a little part of me that goes, oh, they picked somebody else. Yeah, and I think it's important to have that kind of acceptance because they pick someone else for whatever piece that. Right. It doesn't mean it's personal. Right. They just pick somebody. Else. Right. I think that that can happen. I was thinking as you were talking about a situation before where I had done, actually as a supervisor, a interview with a new supervisee. They were moving to the area just from across town, but just wanted to have supervision closer on the side. And sure, great. Okay, everything's all set up. We're going to meet. They didn't show up, but I didn't think anything of it because it was the first face-to-face. So I was like, oh, they just got their times tied or maybe I did, like whatever. And literally I never heard from them, which prompted my brain just now to go, hmm. What have we done? I'm going to go check and see. 
Mm. They've slowly been accruing hours under your name for like the last. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's hard or if I just go, well, okay. Some Like with clients and supervisees, sometimes it's just easier. Well, and I think, okay, remember back to when you were very green, brand new as a counselor. And if you had a client like just no show or quit or whatever, it was almost like, oh, no, I did something wrong. Like immediately, like, what happened? Why is it? This is like a bad thing. I mean, truthfully, now when I get someone that no shows, especially after we've had like only a conversation, I'm like, look, all done. Like, it's much easier for me to accept the rejection than it would have been. Well, true. I also sometimes make my supervisees go back and reflect on what happened, though. Mm-hmm. So I think to me that's different than accepting or not accepting. But I ask them to reflect on. I can remember I had a supervisee. It's been a while. And just one after another, she would see somebody once, maybe twice, and then they were gone. Oh. Once or twice. And they got that would be more. Yeah. On and on and on. Maybe like six months of mm-hmm. maybe even one once a week. Wow. Okay. She would see that is definitely a pattern of a problem. And so I was saying, (laughs) oh, okay. So what's happening here? What, like, what's going on that that keeps happening? And how, what could you work on? And now that I'm remembering it, that was hard for her to do. She did not want to reflect on that. Right. She wanted to kind of excuse them away. So I don't think that's accept or not accept, but I I think you can be accepting of the people left Mm -hmm. that they didn't come back, choose to return. But you can also still think about what meaning it might hold. Right. Very good reflection. I wonder, I mean, that makes me think, is that true of an actual breakup? That you might break up and think, well, okay, good riddance or bye. Right. But what does that mean? Or what am I learning from that? Right. I think there's, get out of that. Yeah, there's some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last point, don't delay. That point makes me think, have I ever had a breakup where I thought, oh, if we had just waited a week longer. <laughs> I don't I, and like a job right. or a client or a supervisor any kind of breakup where you were left thinking oh shoot i wish that had lasted just a little bit longer nope never can't think of one. Oh, for sure definitely what if you've worked with a client for a really long time and done a lot of great work and they end things okay. they choose mm-hmm. their ending but not they didn't include you in that decision right. they just decided they, just they did were it coming back. okay and so you can reflect and say, well, I mean, we did a lot and they, that a lot of change and positive improvement happened. Mm-hmm. And so they did meet their goal. The only thing they maybe had a hard time with saying goodbye. And so they right. left that way that I can, mm-hmm. I think I would I, feel like, oh, I wish right. they'd stayed just long enough to say goodbye. And so we could both appreciate their hard work. Yeah. So I've had probably clients like that. that yeah. I think I've had clients like that, especially um, younger ones that. They don't want to say goodbye. They don't want it like it's too hard for them or it's too much. And so they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or they'll cancel their last appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and then some, I've had a, a clients like that cancel and then reschedule and then cancel. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, come on, either do it or don't do it. Yep. Like, one or the other. come back and say goodbye. Or, right. or so you can't think of a job. You can't think of a supervisee that you ultimately said bye to. And you thought, I can think of one job that it was, you know, it's, very not even counselor situation yet but I ended to go do something else and my friend took over that job and within that time frame maybe six week time period they changed kind of how the job was and it got so much better and it was so great and I was like man if I'd stayed they would they did these things and I would have it and then I was a little bummed out but that was not even a counseling position just a job (laughs) well and then and now this 
far separate from that, you wouldn't look back and go, oh, I wish I was still there. Right. I just think in the moment, I went, oh, man, that would be great. Like, they started like Taco Tuesday. Right. Or something like, like oh, <laughs> I missed out on Taco Tuesday. Darn it. But for the most part, really big, maybe not really big picture, even sometimes a small picture, we can say there's just not, not really ever a benefit in holding on or waiting. And if it's time, it's just time. Yeah. And you're not going to regret walking away from something that is already bad. Yeah. Like it's already, it, there's something about you that made you think about it that much. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. trying to go back to my supervisees that I've ever said goodbye to. Well, one, the ones that finish and reach their mm -hmm. goals and we sign off on things that always feels like it was, they're, they're, they're never delaying. They're right. always ready. But maybe the ones that I've stopped working with. Yeah, I don't think I ever felt like, oh, I wish I'd hung on a little longer and things would have gotten better. And maybe even, in fact, eventually some of them have come back and said, that was good. Right. It was good that we moved on, mm -hmm. either because I needed to get that kick in the pants or because I found this other great supervisor. Right. Whatever. Opportunities came along. Right. Shifted. Things shifted and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening to Supervision with a Vision today. We'd love to hear about how you have handled some breakups. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.